Hey, Sean. Hey, David. Do you know what time of year it is? Uh, Halloween. It's spooky season. That's right. Uh, and when this episode is aired, it's going to be time for all those Halloween parties. And I have a dilemma. What's that? I don't know what to dress up as this year. I can tell you it was a challenge for us to figure out what we were going to wear. We also didn't end up at any Halloween parties. We were invited to one on the weekend, but not much else going on. You know what is also very difficult is the fact that there are are no Halloween parties up in uh, the Great White North because everyone's thinking about Christmas parties because of all the snow. But uh, you want to know what is going to be the best party of them all? What's that? This episode of the Seat on Screen podcast. Well, I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> not even close. It's funny because that intro was made. That was our Halloween intro, right? Which we used last year uh, when uh, what Squid Game was super popular. Yeah, we also have a uh, I found it going through our archives, the three men and a meeple one. Uh, with with Jigsaw, which was. Pretty oh, sweet. yeah, yeah. That's the you remember one. that old one. Yeah. That old nugget. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> I always laugh. I always think it's it's kind of scary sounding like welcome, but it's also very sensual. It's like, I don't know if I should be scared or turned on or maybe it's like a new kink that we're <laughs> we're going for. But. That ASMR is just super, super <laughs> golden. Yeah. So what's up, man? How are you? How are things? You know what? Since uh, since the last time um not a whole lot has changed. Actually, a whole lot has changed, but not a whole lot. Uh, I got my winter tires on. We had one good day of nice weather, so I took advantage of that, changed my tires. Um, and uh, other than that, it's been slowly turning to a winter wonderland here, which is uh, unfortunate because Halloween isn't even upon our doorstep. And... Uh, you know, all the stores here are kind of like full on force for uh, uh, Christmas decorations. It, fe- it seems like so, you know, I did come up with and I did discover one of the greatest uh, Halloween decoration things ever. Now, you might have heard of this. It's called hold on at a fear FX, I think. The and the the like. At- Loading At- things? Atmosphere FX. It is, um, it, these are videos that you project onto like a, a thing, like a bed sheet, or you can get these sheets that are kind of, uh, semi transparent that you can make like hologram looking stuff. So, anyway, so it's these videos that you project onto a bed sheet that is like through your window. So then it looks like all of this stuff is going on inside your house. So 
I got uh, a bunch of these videos and there's like spirits. There's like, you know, animated stuff for the children. There's some like scary things and whatnot. Um, but I have my projector and I got a, a, a just a white bed sheet that I'm going to put in front of my big bay window in my house and project this on to that. So it's an easy way to do some Halloween decorations without having to put stuff on the up on the lawn and whatnot because uh i'm actually going to the states this weekend oh nice right, what's right, taking you there right before um halloween so i didn't really have much time to decorate stuff or i guess i could have over the last like <laughs> month but whatever yeah we're going for a uh a broadway show um she who shall not be named is obsessed with this uh one musical called six it's about King Edward the first or King Henry's like six wives. He's the guy that like created the church of England and, you know, had all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, she's been obsessed with this musical forever and then found out that it was going there and asked if we could go. And I said, no, but you know, being the kind and <laughs> understanding person I am, I realized that there are, Oh shit! Uh, micro centers in Minneapolis. Uh, that's where you can get like 3D printers for like super cheap. They usually have coupons where you can get like the printer for like a hundred bucks, and and there's a lot of hobby lobbies there. And so we're we're going down for shopping. So I'm going to do that. And you guys then, are not going to be that far from the Mall of America either. Well, that's the thing is the Mall of America is uh, one of the destinations. <laughs> so we're uh, driving down on Friday. Um, as our as our listeners' ears are ringing with the sweet sweet sounds of this episode of uh, the Seen on Screen podcast, I'll be driving into the United. Well, I'll be driving in the United States on the way to um, as she who shall not be named pronounce it, Minneapolis. Not Minneapolis. <laughs> We're going to Minneapolis. So hey. yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm doing, but. Keep your eyes out because you might see another member of our wedding party down there. So that they actually are living in Minneapolis or near Minneapolis. They're 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 so Minnesota now. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to bore people with our lives. So. I, I I know us going on adventures is fun. I'm actually gonna go to the states in a few weeks too, so it'll be pretty sweet. Uh, but, uh, I will say that I've got a lot to talk about today and some of it's going to be really good, but I have a special announcement for everybody who's listening right now. Sean's getting married to David. No, (laughs) the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Right. Um, no. So our next trivia dates have been announced. And for you lucky listeners right now, you're going to hear firsthand when the first one is before it's released to the public. November 16th, TWB Brewery, we will be doing an animation domination trivia uh, trivia night. So it's going to be like, a lot. I feel like there was supposed to be a third name. Animation domination masturbation night. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the masturbation. Well, hey, um, you know, to each their own. So here is going to be your clue. This is a big clue. So the week of the 
11th, our November 11th episode, you will hear not one, not two, but three clues pertaining to trivia on the 16th. And if you listen to our November 18th episode, you'll find out how you did. If you won, if you lost, all that fun stuff. So November 16th, TWB. We'll see you there. Now, David, what are we doing today? Well, it is spooky season. Um, the ghosts and gals are out and candy is flowing like the rivers in, I don't know, the Albanian desert, but (laughs) not be Halloween if Christmas didn't get in the way first. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Of course, because of course it did. James Gunn and Marvel released a sneak peek to the highly anticipated Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Not 3 holiday special question mark? Like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and a half. Two point yeah, two point three 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 in indefinite. It's it's a heist movie where they kidnap Kevin Bacon. For Christmas because because uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt is sad. Yeah, well, you know what? Gamora wouldn't have had to die if Chris Pratt wasn't an idiot. So this is true. Sorry, not Chris Pratt, Star Lord. We just hate Chris Pratt for other reasons <laughs> around here. Um, the thing is, is looking at the trailer. Did you ever watch the Star Wars holiday special? Yes. Yeah. So the the premise of that one is that they're trying to get Chewbacca back to his family uh, for Life Day. Also. Like that's the Christmas day there. I I was getting similar vibes, right? Like there's a countdown to Christmas and they're trying to get this person to Chris Pratt slash star Lord uh, in order for him to be happy and, and ready on Christmas. Like I'm hoping that it is funny and that it is enjoyable and not just like a, a shitty money grab kind of thing, but it is just showing up on Disney plus. So at least we don't have to pay for it. Because we've already paid for it. What do you think of Groot's new look? He's is. I didn't really like. They didn't really show a whole lot of him. But, but he's you past, saw enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's like past teenager Groot. So uh, he's but Vin he's, Diesel now. He's yeah. He's not quite uh, OG Guardians Groot. Um, which you know what? At least they are keeping that consistent, like the growth of him, and it's just like as we're as they're releasing media with him in it they're kind of taking into account like the different growth stages of this of this guy so it's it's uh you know we'll watch it will it become a christmas staple probably not no no but i'm i'm starting to very much worry about the mcu if it weren't for the ant-man trailer i'd be a little bit more shocked at the direction it's going however david before we get into spooky season what did our favorite reviewer think of black adam <laughs> okay 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 hold on i gotta search this up let's talk about let's talk about atman while i search this up because oh my god <laughs> so Ant-Man looked pretty good i do i do want to say like from all the leaks from comic-con and stuff the trailer looked great um, Catherine Newton looks like she fit right in as uh, the spy kid. 
not Cassie Lang, just a spy kid that's with them all. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's going to be mainly in the quantum realm, so a lot of CG. Yeah, well, that's kind of where I think a lot of the Marvel movies are going to. It's just a lot of CG background stuff, right? Um, and like, what was the one that uh, the first one of the year or something like that? Uh, Doctor Strange. That was mostly just CG backgrounds and shit like True. that, right? Um, Thor, again. Thor was actually pretty entertaining. I did enjoy Thor quite a bit. Uh, the, probably the best part were the goats. I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Movies have been a point of contention in this house for the last little bit. So oh, well. we're, not, we're not watching movies. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert. But uh, Thor is actually pretty was pretty entertaining. Um. I need to see Werewolf by Night too. That is actually phenomenal. Good. Um, I would. I would highly recommend it. The nice. And okay, we're going to talk about Werewolf by Night a little bit. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Went in not really knowing anything about it because the trailer didn't really give us much of anything. Right? Like it was just like, okay, this seems interesting. The way that they pulled off Werewolf by Night and that story, it wasn't long. It's only about like 45 minutes. But it is a self-contained story that, um, as of right now, is not going to leak into any other Marvel Universe stuff. So it's kind of cool, but I would love to see a little bit more backstory or like a little bit more to the characters and stuff like that. But you'll really enjoy it. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantumania or whatever. It looks good. Like those movies were, are all surprisingly good. So high hopes for it. But again, I, I hope it doesn't just turn into a big CG, you know, orgy fest, orgy fest where you can tell most of the budget was just turned into was, was put into like CG stuff. The problem when we have movies where, uh, everything is just kind of CGI. It means that the acting starts kind of lacking because these the actors are interacting with things that aren't there. So you have to be very good to pull that off and and have it convincing. But we'll see how things go. Okay, uh, the review that everyone has been waiting for: <laughs> Black Adam, truly incredible. One of my favorite DCEU movies yet. It's such an epic fun and entertaining movie that kept me hooked. Dr. Fate sold a show, but my God, did everyone do such an incredible job in their roles? Not to mention the end scene sent our theater screaming. Welcome back. Can't wait for the future of the DCEU films in the coming years. It's not the greatest movie ever made. Apparently though. Wow. That's a, that's a first. I know. right? I've heard a ton of mixed reviews and I'm very, cautiously optimistic that the movie will be good. Yeah. I'm hopeful that it's like, all right. But like the thing that I hate so much is the rock, not even like the weekend after it didn't even get through a whole weekend. He was just like, I'm going to save the M or the DCU. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. This is the start of everything. We will see these characters back again. Hey buddy, fuck off. Not everybody has seen the movie all at the same time. Okay. Chill. Yeah, and it just kind of goes to show like how cocky uh, of a Dwayne, jabroni he is. Dwayne Johnson is. Did you know I this uh, came to light? 
recently. Apparently, he has clauses in all of his contracts for like any action movies and stuff like that, that his character can only be beaten up so much. So, you know, in like, say, Indiana Jones, even James, James Bond, hell, uh, Born Identity, um, any movie with a protagonist or the mummy, for example, right? Like any movie with a protagonist that you're like trying to root for, they usually get their ass completely handed to them at some point. Then they have to kind of either overcome that or go back to the dry board, train more to be able to defeat whoever kicked their ass. Apparently the rock has a clause in all of his contracts that his character can only get beaten up so much and not to the point where he is essentially defeated, which is kind of ridiculous. But doesn't Toretto almost kill him in fast five? Like he gets down on the ground and almost smashes his head in with a wrench. Almost does, but he doesn't. That's because they're like, oh, let's be friends and do this together. Right. Because we're family. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the exact details of when the clause came in, but apparently it's in um, recent or, or a lot of the more recent films that he's done. Do you know who would not like that? Sony CEO. He would hate that. Why? Could you imagine Sony CEO like making a deal with like The Rock for a movie? Any movie that is. And there's like, well, you know what, Mr. Dwayne, we're going to have you lose in a fight. And it's Mr. Gonna be a re- Mr. Dwayne. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a, a re- ex- excuse me, Mr. Dwayne. It's going to be a redemption arc where you're going to get defeated and then you're going to win. And I'm telling you, you're going to do it or you're not going to get any money. And then the Dwayne, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson just like smolders his eyes a little bit, lifts him up, points at him. And he goes, do you smell what the rock is cooking? And then he farts. And then <laughs> the Sony CEO just looks at him. He's like cooking and he gets thrown out a window. He lands on a car. I don't know where this is going. This is this is this is a bad. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. But <laughs> but it's like, you know, let's take let's take the real rock. You know, the true oh, underdog. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing is that this is a guy who gets his ass handed to him in every movie and then he comes back and he trains and and there is that that struggle that the character has to get better and to defeat whoever did him wrong. Whereas The Rock, Dwayne, Dwayne The Walk Johnson uh, doesn't have that. So it's a very difficult to relate to the character ever. But you know what? Enough, enough chit chat. Let's get to the best part of the show that everyone's been waiting for where we take all of our goodie bags, we dump them out on the floor and divide our treats to the top video games, board games and movies that you should have played, watched or enjoyed by now. Yes. 1000%. We're going to start off with some layups here. What do you want to do? Do you want to do board games, video games, or movies first? Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's do board games first because board games is a uh, it's a special time of 
day when you get all your friends together at the table and you turn the lights down low a little bit, put some spooky music on, and then you play a, a creepy game. So Yeah, my we, kitchen table is filled with creepy ghouls from every tomb closing in to seal your doom. Now, what board game do you want to talk about first? Well, uh, you know what? The classic monster movie board game, which isn't necessarily scary per se, but it is those uh, classic horror films, Horrified. Um, And then there's like the American, like the sequel, Horrified American Monsters. We've played this a few times um, on stream. We've talked about this game multiple times. Uh, this is a well, a co-op game where essentially you guys are the the players are like people, villagers, trying to defeat various uh, classic movie monsters. Movies. Yeah, so Dracula, the thing like the Swamp Thing, the Invisible Man, creature from um, the Black, uh, yeah, Black Lagoon, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the American Monsters one has more like folk tale kind of uh, legend stuff. But this is a, a, a great game to play with people. It's super easy to learn. Um, it's it's pretty light. Like when when I brought it over to your place, right? We played it and it took what? Maybe 10 minutes to kind of explain the rules. Maybe one or two rounds of playing and then everyone truly understood what to do. So. Yeah, we got it around Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, American Monsters features Bigfoot, the Mothman, the Jersey Devil, uh, the Chubacabra, and the Banshee of the Badlands. Oh, and the Ozark Howler. They're yeah. scary dudes. Yeah, all of them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't hold a candle to the next game on our list. And you play this one quite a bit, Arkham Horror, right? Well, yes, like there's the Arkham. So the thing about Arkham Horror is there is Arkham Horror, which is a a board game in itself. But then there's like the Arkham series. And these are all HP Lovecraft based games. So HP Lovecraft is kind of like the godfather of modern horror or like psych psychological horror, stuff like that. Um, Again, these games are typically, you know, Cthulhu, right? Or or there's cultists trying to raise some demigod up from the depths of hell or an other world to destroy the earth and stuff like that. So these are a lot of fun. These are a little generally a little heavier game. So, you know, it's one of those things that you start playing around noon and you could go like three or four hours, but uh, always, always pretty handy. Always great fun. Uh, next one though, one of your favorite games, one of my favorite games that's uh betrayal at house on the hill. Yeah, that healing slave always comes in handy. <laughs> You'll <Heal> me slave. <laughs> this game is actually one that we've played on um stream a few times. It's always a crowd pleaser when you bring it out at a party. Mm-hmm. I truly wish though that this game was designed for larger parties. Or at least had an expansion where you could expand your table from 5 people to 8. I think the max players is 6, right? It's uh yeah, I think the max is it it might be five actually. That's what that's what I thought it was originally. It's three to um, five players, I think. So Any, anyways, but what why do you want it to be more than five players? I feel like the game itself 
the more players that you add, the 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 more difficult the game would be to win at the end. It it, it does say three to six, but a tale as old as time is when you have that one extra couple over at a board game night. Mm-hmm. One couple. Okay. Two couples. Sure. Three couples. You might as well just play Jackbox because mm-hmm. that are like cards against humanity. There's not a lot of games for eight people. So this here's the thing though. When you're planning a board game night, you pick the game that you're going to play beforehand and then invite people based off of the player count. But I like hanging out with people. Well, just mix it up a bit. Invite different people at different times, you know? No. no I, David I, has to play, oh, I was going to say, David has to play this game on easy, the Scooby-Doo version. Actually, have you played the Scooby-Doo version? No, but you've told me you've played it with like your, your nieces and nephews, right? My nieces, yeah. It's actually, the Scooby-Doo version is pretty good. It is like super easy, though. But um, there is a few different editions of Betrayal at House of the Hill. The third edition just came out with a bunch of uh, rule clarifications, a whole bunch of new scenarios. Uh, for people who don't know what this game is, is essentially you guys, your your people exploring this mansion, you... As you're playing the mansion, you unveil, you you reveal towers or not towers, uh, tiles and build this mansion. And then eventually something happens and someone ends up being the betrayer and not the betrayer. And then um, the the game is split. So it turns from a co-op game to a one versus all. So one person is the betrayer and they're. Uh, they get a certain task on how they win the game and the other people have to like defeat that person. Uh, a lot of fun. There's multiple scenarios, so it has great repre- replayability. Uh, I actually have the Legacy Edition, which is pretty cool because uh, it has a kind of like a loose story over 13 games, but you modify the game tiles and and some of the cards and stuff like that. And then once you play those 13 games, you actually have a fully modified game that you can play in a scrimmage mode, much like the standard edition of Betrayal at House on the Hill. Um, Up next, I don't know if you've played this one. It's one of my favorite. It's uh, one of my go-to games when I don't want to have to really explain a lot of rules to players but we want to play something a little spooky. It's called Mansions of Madness. It's another game that's based off of the HP Lovecraft. This is cool because this is one of these games where you do need a tablet or a computer to play because the that system with, with the app is the storyteller. It does tell you kind of where monsters are or how to build the, the mansion or put the map tiles. It controls all the mini games. It keeps track of things like enemy health and if there's puzzles, like where things are going. There are a ton of expansions. Um, It's got miniatures. It's got monsters. It's got spooky music. You know, this is a a great game to play. Um, I would highly, highly recommend it. Crowd pleaser. Yeah. And then I know I don't think you've played this one. We need to play this one digitally. It's great. Fury of Dracula. Is it on TTS? It is. It's actually, there's a digital version on Steam as well, which, uh, and also I think it's on Switch and Xbox. It's on everything. This good because 
it's five hundred dollars on Amazon. So I'm, really, I'm at, Fury of, <laughs> the board game. That's there's no way. I'm on that's boardgamegeek.com. So, that's and so it says funny. Shop Amazon five sixteen eighty five. The well, really? Yeah, man. Okay, so Fury of Dracula. The artwork. Wow, that is dope as shit. That is crazy. So, so if I ever find this game in the wild, I should buy it. This is a lot of fun. So the the thing that makes this game interesting is that this is a one versus all game um, where one person plays Count Dracula. And this is think of uh, like Bram, St- Bram Stoker's Dracula kind of style. It takes place back then. And everyone else plays like the classic um, vampire hunter characters from like that story. Everyone has to find dracula but the cool thing is is dracula's movements are all hidden because no one knows where he is but it's based off card movement and stuff like that so it's a guessing game on where dracula is and you can kind of tell based off of how certain things interact on the map and stuff like that uh such a fun game it is a long game though because this game can go on for quite some time especially if you're you're running in circles and and trying to chase dracula dracula um if anyone knows kind of like the lore behind Dracula, he can't travel in water, right? Like, so in this game, if you travel in water, then everyone knows that you're in water. Yeah. So it's very, you know, strategic that you might get pinned somewhere and your only option is to go through the water, go through the ocean. And then everyone knows where you are. So ton of fun, great game. If you can get it for less than $500, <laughs> I totally recommend you pick it up. Uh, but uh, you can get it on Steam for $12.53 right now. That is mucho cheaper. <laughs> A much better price fight. Yeah. If you want to talk about games that you can play for free, let's start with some video games, shall we? If you want to really get that spooky on, turn off the lights, just have that glow of your TV the Doritos on your fingers and an ice cold two liter jug of Mountain Dew. You want to start off your spooky night of gaming without last <laughs> and end your spooky night of gaming because that <laughs> game is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. The jug scares in that video game are, are only possibly beaten by one game and that would be Slenderman, which is just you walk, you see how long you can last in the forest until Slenderman comes and kills you. But Outlast is a first-person survival horror game where the whole goal is to outlast the night. Now, have you seen Games Done Quick? The version of that? They yeah. figured out a way to beat the game in like seven minutes or something crazy. Yeah, so you, you like turn around and get, you turn around, go back into the car and drive away. No, you like you can climb up on a broken part of the game and get like you can walk over the roof of the house, essentially. Really? And get it all done. But like you only use like one or two camera batteries and that's it. Wow. Great. I remember uh, I remember playing that game when I first got my PS4 because that that game has come out quite some time ago. Um, And uh, I remember streaming this because this is when like they were just adding like this Twitch streaming to there. I played for maybe like 25 minutes. (laughs) I I couldn't do it. Could not do that. this is this next game is kind of a mix. It depends on how you feeling about it. I know that you dislike one of these games and felt 
I guess the other one was kind of mediocre. I, f- I felt betrayed by the second game. I'll yeah. So this is back for blood, or if you're a purist, Left for Dead. Or Left uh, for Dead. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Or Left for Dead too. Um, these are the classic, like four player co op zombie shooters. Yeah, and where- then they were like, "Hey." Back for blood. Let's reinvent the wheel and have cards affect how your gameplay is. Because everything's so, got everything's got to add cards to it, right? Like yeah, everything. Card, hey, developers, card mechanics are stupid. Stop. Yeah, just Stop. let me upgrade my weapons, like by using resources that I find in the game or something like that, right? Like, yeah, let, let me find a shotgun. It's cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Do you remember, like, no, we're, we can't, we can't do a Battlefront rant right now. No way. <laughs> I'd like to. All right. But my absolute favorite scary game now, and it's not even that scary. Friday the Thirteenth, the game. This game had absolutely everything in regards to a co-op game. It was, it was a one versus four, I believe. Right? Something, I don't think the map like could that, get yeah. any bigger. Yeah, something like could, that. Could there be more campers? I, I don't remember, but. You either play as Jason or as you you play as uh, a camper and you have to escape Jason. And there's like different tasks that you have to complete in order to escape Jason faster, like getting the car or radioing for help to have a ranger come help you, Um, which we've like uh, the guys I used to play that game with. We actually unlocked all the endings for Jason. Uh, What was the lake called? It's not Lake Placid, is it? Lake hope like i don't know like crystal clear like crystal lake crystal lake wow this is uh this is great podcasting yeah crystal Uh, lake there we go crystal lake yeah yeah so i remember there would be like you'd have to go get the the gas tank and then find the battery for the car and you could run over jason and that would be one of the ways to stop him but depending on which version of jason you had he had different abilities which was really cool and aggressive this game was so much fun i believe all the servers are actually now down no the game's still active are you sure because i don't think it's on xbox anymore yeah the game's still active no way we're playing this week yeah i'm pretty sure they they just released an update on this on the switch that's awesome i will definitely play yeah no it says friday the 13th the game servers are shutting down they are shutting down but they're not shut this was november 2020 well, I don't know. Well, then whatever. There's next a problem game. With, that's a problem with modern gaming. Uh, next game, classic game that came out quite so, like really quite some time ago, like years ago. But uh, they did release a remaster of this game uh, that would be Ghostbusters, the video game. Uh, this was kind of like an unofficial sequel to the to ghostbusters 2 right because it had all of like the the actors from those movies yeah um you know it's such a fun game the story is great uh you get a lot of that good ghost busting experience uh not to be mistaken with the the updated ghostbusters that's like a co-op shooter thing but uh yeah and then okay this is a new one on the list i would highly we talked about this game last last week have you played Scorn? No, it's downloaded. Also, okay. update. It's um only peer-to-peer servers still remain. Okay, so Dedicated yeah, that, servers are all gone. 
that's okay. That's that's what I thought then. Like this, you could still play it online. But anyways, yeah. Scorn, such a fucking weird game. I do not know what's going on with it, but it is creepy as hell. Um, not to the point of like creepy, like uh, Outlast or anything like that. It's just kind of weird and uncomfortable, but uh, a lot of fun. You should play that. It, it does look fun and I can't wait. We already touched on Slenderman. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about Slenderman, though, because Slender, this game, this game came out because of a meme, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's an urban legend, is it not? Or something like that, yeah. So this game reminded me, and I'll have to see if I can find the the video, um, because there's someone that is working on uh, a game where the profile is kind of like from a like a hand, not a handheld camera, but like a chess camera or whatever. And you are walking through a forest at night. And you know how like there's all these like Slender Man, for yeah. example, right? You are walking through the forest, but your goal is to just survive as long as possible, right? A lot of these games, like these horror games, they don't really have a reason for you being in these forests or these creepy areas. So this guy's making this this game where it looks super realistic and you're searching for your dog. So that's why you're going through this forest that night. And you're searching. Sounds creepy. Right? Um, my God. This trailer that he showed, it was where this like gameplay video he showed was maybe a minute, two minutes long. There is a part in it that literally sent chills down my spine. And I thought, like, first thought of Slender Man. Like, that's the same kind of style. But... It's interesting because this game, it ha- gives you a reason. And so many people are like, I, f- I fucking hate you for making this game, but I'm going to play it because, you know, if my dog was lost somewhere, I would be searching for it. Right. So yeah. they took that kind of that legitimate concern that people have for their pets and put this into the game to to justify doing it. It, it does look super creepy. I don't know what it's called, though, but uh, I'll, f- I'll find it. I'll send it to you. And maybe I'll post it online and we'll talk about it next time on our, on our next episode. But uh, yeah, Slenderman, never going to play it. I hate it. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, did you play this year's version of the Evil Dead? Uh, I did not, actually. It's very much like Friday the 13th mm-hmm. with a little more hack and slash and a lot more activity. Okay. Kind of. Um, do you remember how um, Back for Blood had a lot of like zombie swarms? It's kind of like yeah. that a little bit. Okay. I do believe it is free on one platform. I just don't remember which one. One of but, the one of the many platforms, really. It it's fun, but not for a long period of time. Like you can find yourself getting bored very easily, but mm-hmm. for the time of year, it's super great. And you're not playing Five Nights at Freddy's, so I guess mm-hmm. that's a good thing. That's true. Any more games? Oh, yes. This newly discovered gem. David, have you heard of Tomas the Shank Engine? <laughs> well, technically, yes, because you told me about it before the, <laughs> before we started recording, but this is ridiculous. Is this a Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's mod? Or I is th- it? I think so. I, d- I don't know. It is all over the place. So you are running away from Thomas, the tank engine who is just hunting people down and killing people. 
mm-hmm. and you just are like running through train tunnels and all you have is a flashlight. It it, it does look like it's Five Nights at Freddy's mod. Thomas is a Five Nights at Freddy's tank engine is remastered. This is horrifying. Yeah. So it is a, a FAF or FNAF. Yeah, it looks hilarious, though. I would have so much fun running from this tank engine. Yeah, man, I, I can't believe how like popular Five Nights at Freddy's is. Well, they keep releasing games, right? It's like the game that never dies. Yeah. Have you played any of them? No, I haven't. No, I've never really like I think I started playing one just kind of casually, but didn't really get into it. It's got like its own cult following. Eh? It does. Yeah. I've not ever played one, but I have. I think they're on like you don't even have to pay for them, right? They're just online games. They're flash games now, right? No, no, like there's like legitimate games that like you have to you have to buy. <laughs> I literally just typed in Five Nights at Freddy's and I found a web based version. Oh, there's maybe some older like web based ones, but there are like fulls on uh Five Nights at Freddy game like made for Xbox and yeah, there's one that came out for Xbox too, I thought. One of our first streams, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Should it be? And then then fry, five or then uh, Thomas the Shank Engine. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll we'll drink a bunch for that one. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some movies you should see if you haven't. Now, David and I went in different directions when we went when we picked our movies. So we're gonna go back and forth. First movie I picked was Ready or Not. That movie came out in 2019. It starred uh, Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien. The whole premise of the movie is this girl gets married, and in order to be uh, welcomed into the family completely, they have to play a game because the family is traditional game makers. Now, when they make the, that... The, sorry. They're like they make a randomizer select what kind of game it is. And it turns out it's hide and seek. And if she can survive throughout the entire night, she gets to live. And if she doesn't and the family kills her, then the wedding's null and void and she dies. It is all over the place. It's great. It has like a little bit of jump scares, not really like a horror, but more like a suspense thriller, kind of sinister movie, if you will. Mm hmm. I enjoy it. I give it a uh, four skeletons out of five. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Four, four femurs out of a skeleton. I don't know. I've never seen this one, but. Uh, it's uh, it's good. It has all your favorite things. Board games and murder. Oh. Right? Say, no, say no more. Say no more. Um, my first pick of movies that you should see if you haven't. And if you haven't seen this movie by now, shame on you. That would be Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Great movie. A phenomenal movie. Some very memorable scenes. Um, Probably the best part being um, when they're in the bar beating the crap out of the zombie to uh, Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, This is, uh, this was like the first in like the, wait, was this the first of the trilogy? Yeah, it was the first of the the trilogy. The Frost trilogy? Yeah. Because uh, second was uh, Hot Fuzz, and then third was Bar at the End of the World or something like that. Uh, 
I think at World's End. At World's End, yeah. Anyway, so classic kind of parody of zombie movies. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a hilarious movie. It is. It's so good. Because I'm making my list in no particular order, the next movie I have on my list is Prom Night. Do you remember Prom Night from 2008? Um, Andrew Alba, Brittany Snow, Scott Porter. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen this one either. I okay. I don't watch a whole lot of like horror movies or scary movies. So I think my wheelhouse is like high school killers. Most of my most of my movies have a, a specific theme. Uh, now th- this is this, time. Is, this is a remake, isn't it? I think so. There was one done. I want to say in the seventies or eighties. In the eighties, yeah. This is Donna Senior Prom. It's supposed to be the best night of her life. Though a sadistic killer from her past has different plans for her and her friends. I mean, my prom night was probably not as exciting as this one, but uh, the the 1980s prom night was at a high school senior prom. A mass killer stalks four teenagers who were responsible for the accidental death of a classmate six years previously. Oh, okay, so way to ruin the whole movie. So, (laughs) yeah, like I could have picked Scream or I know what you did last summer. That's true. Hey, Cindy. Scary movie one through four. Yeah. right. What do you got next? Um, we have the classic Hocus Pocus and the new Hocus Pocus two. You know, those are, these are movies that you just have to, well, at least Hocus Pocus one, you got to watch it around Halloween. Um, such a good movie. Hocus Pocus two. Have you seen it yet? Nope. And my other half hasn't seen the first Hocus Pocus ever and probably won't. Really? She just doesn't care. Man, you gotta, you gotta do something about that. You, you you know what you need? You got to uh, you got to clockwork orange, <laughs> clockwork orange her and make her watch movies with like the apparatus that holds <laughs> holds their eyes open. You're like, you're going to watch Hocus Pocus one so we can watch Hocus Pocus two. I think she's only watched the first two of the four Halloween Town movies. We're more of a Christmas movie kind of household. That's fair. That's fair. Well, really, like spooky season does not last as long as christmas season so you're, you're right and the other thing about spooky season two is like it's not for everybody mm-hmm. and like i remember growing up on those like hocus pocus halloween town which is uh which is of eastwick and then mm-hmm. do, what was that show, show called the worst witch there was Some all that, that stuff yeah yeah uh but it is what it is hocus pocus is a, a true classic i've heard mixed reviews about the newest one if you guys want to tell us about it go ahead comment below you know the drill. Uh, next movie on my list is a movie that we actually watched both of last year. So we discovered them. It was Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2. Have you seen these movies? Uh, again, no. <laughs> so it's like Groundhog Day, but uh, of her death day. So a college student must relive the day of her murder over and over and over again in a loop that will end when she discovers her killer's identity. But oh, they made a sequel. Same girl? Yep, same girl. So, interesting. Um, the only difference between that and the synopsis is um, Tree Glebman discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. So she, like, figures it out and things change. But it's like... It was a it was a very different movie. It was very suspenseful. 
you you knew what was kind of coming, but you never knew what was happening with the twists. Okay. And as she kept going through them over and over again, she got more pissed off, kind of like Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. But she also figured out she could keep killing herself to like wake herself up. So it was it was I really like these movies. They're sometimes that like cheesy horror movie is always good, but it's a good time. It's a good show. Which is funny because Happy Death Day 2 came out in February. Yeah. So (laughs) kind of actually February 13th was the uh, release of the the second movie. So good, good date movie. Um, Next movie on my list. uh, A movie that left me impressed with the general public for not spoiling one of the major like biggest twists in movie history that would be cabin in the woods you've seen this movie right yes sir this movie kind of takes homage or pays homage to uh those classic movies where a group of teens is going to hang out somewhere in uh like a cabin somewhere or go to like a camp uh you know, evil dead kind of stuff like those Sam Raimi old, like horror movies where this is a classic, like start off like that. Yeah. And then about halfway through this movie, it takes the most obscure and obnoxious turn. And it turns into like, a like a sci-fi horror almost. I feel that. And then it turns into like a survival movie of instead of like some, you know, demon attacking these kids at this cabin, it it's like above a a secret scientific facility that they're trying to prevent demons or something like that from being released or, you know, end of the end of the world. Such a good movie. The thing is with this one, when it came out, like it would have been so easy for people to spoil it right i think i saw this movie i want to say like almost two weeks after it came out and i had no idea what the twist was that's also 2013 the internet have existed back then well you know reddit was still a thing 2011 yeah like reddit was still a thing right like the, the start of reddit um there was you know facebook um there was a lot of like web forums and things like that. So like there was ways to communicate with people online, maybe not as easily or open as it was now, but still like even talking to people in person, right? Like all of my friends who saw it, nobody said anything, you know, it's just one of those unspoken rules of that movie that you, uh, you don't spoil it, which, which, which is great. So 2011 would have been like when the Harry Potter spoilers were happening left, right and center. Mm-hmm. But now like a, a Marvel movie releases and you can't go on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can't do shit. Like, can you imagine if this movie came out in our era, like in this era that we're in now, like the mm-hmm. movie, oh, like any, any surprise twist would be just blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Not like this next movie. And I'll tell you a thing or two about Jennifer's body. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried, Megan Fox playing high schoolers. 
they're not high schoolers. They were never high. Well, I mean, they were high schoolers, but <laughs> they were never they, high schoolers. They weren't in these movies. Um, Adam Brody in this one as well. This movie we watched recently because she, who also shall not be named, I don't know if we're doing this or not, but she <laughs> had never seen it at all. So this was a new movie for her. And some of the jokes wouldn't hold up. Not because they weren't funny, but because people would try and cancel the movie, which is lame. Yeah. And I say that facetiously because um, I actually read an interview by one of the Wayans brothers who said we needed the movie White Chicks now more than ever. Uh But if that movie (laughs) came out today, they would try and cancel people. Oh, it would be like people would be enraged. But. He said he doesn't want to make movies now when people don't appreciate comedy. I think that's okay. And when you look at this movie, there is some stuff in this movie that maybe would not fly like it used to. Like, like what? So, so, some of the vernacular that's used in the movie okay, maybe isn't exactly the same that you would use. Like We don't necessarily use those words on this show because we... We have an explicit rating. We don't have like an X-rated rating. And we want to make sure we keep away from certain words on here. Now, am I saying is it one of those like extreme words? No, but it's a word that's frowned upon. That's all I'll say. David's Poonanny. Trying. Poonanny. <laughs> David's trying to think of the word. I'm just trying to think of words in general. So Jennifer's body is about a newly possessed high school cheerleader who turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. And her best friend ends up trying to put out, uh, stop the horror. Um, there's a satanic ritual in this movie. There's underage drinking at a bar. It has everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a classic murder high school movie. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of classic murder high school movies, uh, and uh, almost like a direct, if it wasn't for this one, Cabin in the Woods wouldn't exist. That would be the 1981 evil dead movie uh directed written and directed by sam raimi you know he did the spider-man movies starring bruce campbell uh pretty much the plot of this is five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release a flesh possessing where they release flesh possessing demons um such a good horror movie it still holds up today it is creepy as hell uh the the demon that they lock in the basement and or like in the the cellar under the the floor, whatever you know. It's such a good movie. It it led to a few spinoffs. Like there's uh, the Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. That's where um, Bruce Campbell, also known as Ash J. Williams, um, replaces his hand with a chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> this movie did spawn a remake. Um, in what year was that? The Evil Dead. Um, in 2013, which was slightly different in the sense that five friends head to a remote cabin where the discovery of a book of the dead leads them to unwittingly summon demons living in the nearby woods. The reason why they go to that uh, 
cabin in the first place in the remake is because like one of the girls is like a drug addict and they're just like, no, you need to get off drugs, cold turkey. This is going to help you. Um, Have you ever tried quitting cold turkey, cold turkey? Yeah. You know, it usually ends up in the microwave. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Um, The sequel or the remake terrified me. Actually, funny story. So went to see the uh, went to see the the remake back in 2013. Um, I had to go to the bathroom during the movie. And the theater that we had in the bathroom, the mirrors were kind of like the way that they were set up in the the mirror wasn't flat against the wall. It was designed in like triangles. So you would look in one and you could see your reflection on like nine different panels right so i'm standing there going to the bathroom at the urinal i look over and i see my reflection like nine times (laughs) it was like was not expected scared the shit out of me good thing i was running the bathroom um went back into the theater one person that i'm there is like curled up in a ball on the chair and the other one's got like their head under their hoodie Apparently it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty terrifying. And I had the weirdest dream that night. I had this nightmare that my bed sheet was made out of like scabby flesh. Weird. <laughs> it was fucking. And luckily, like at the time, you know, I was like living on my own. No one was there. I remember vividly in this dream seeing this this blanket, this my bed sheet made out of the scabby flesh, and I woke up jumped out of bed threw the bed sheet off and i and i screamed the bed is made out of skin and that's when i like i I woke up and i realized what i had done (laughs) thank god no one was staying at my house no one was over because that would have been quite embarrassing but uh yeah that was all due to the evil dead uh but the 1981 version won't make you think that your bed is made out of skin that's for sure all right. <laughs> the Evil Dead. Let's go. Uh, my final movie for our list is a take on Freaky Friday. Or um, shall I say just freaky. After swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. This movie came out in 2020 and it starred Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. And this movie is great. It's, do you remember when Jack Black was in Jumanji and he played a girl? Yes. It's that, but Vince Vaughn playing a high schooler. And it is, it's very well done. Yeah. This movie is, it's pretty funny, but it also has like some really cool jump scares and some really cool deaths. It's a, it's a good, it's a good flick. It's called Freaky. Mm-hmm. Looks interesting. I'll have to check it out. You didn't see any of the movies on my list. No, I did not. No, I did not. I told you I don't like horror movies like jump scare movies. No, thanks. I just tried Uh, to pick different movies for you this time. I know. I hear you. Uh, Okay, so last one on my list is the 2019 remake of Child's Play. Uh, For people who don't know what Child's Play is, it's the Chucky movies with the creepy Chucky doll. Have you seen this movie? Who hasn't seen this movie? Probably a lot of people, but let me tell you this. 
Uh, we went to see this movie at the drive-in uh, because it was playing before I... Oh, uh, John Wick 2, I think it was, at the time. Was it John Wick 2 or 3? Um, anyway. John Wick? What did you say? I don't know. 3? 2? John Wick 3, yeah. Uh, 2019. So we went to the th- to the drive-in because it was the movie that was playing first. So whatever, we had to watch it. And actually, it was surprisingly good. It's not necessarily scary. It's more kind of creepy, and the deaths are actually really good. Um, our favorite Jedi, Luke Skywalker, plays the voice of Chucky. I thought our favorite Jedi was Obi Nobi Kenobi. I know, but our favorite Luke Skywalker uh, <laughs> plays the voice of Chucky. Very, very, very good movie. It has uh, what's her name? Um, she's now drawing a blank. This is Child's Play twenty nineteen. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza is uh, Karen. I think that's the uh, the yeah. Mom. She she takes the toy right. Yeah, she's the she's like the mom in the movie. Um, it's actually such a good movie. It's it takes that classic. So the story behind Chucky or like the original Child's Play is a serial killer is killed, but then his spirit is trans transported to this Chucky doll. Whereas for this one, they took it uh, and brought it into the 21st century where these dolls are. Everything's like connected, like kind of like the Google Home or like Amazon kind of connection for smart home devices. And these Chucky dolls are connected to this network and they're supposed to learn and grow and play with the kids. But this one, something happened and uh, their like inhibitor chip was disabled. So this Chucky doll can learn things and cause damage and havoc and stuff like that. So this is how he starts killing people and stuff like that. Great movie. I actually have seen it a few times. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. What's his name? Um, what's his name that plays Luke Skywalker now? I'm Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Mark Hamill sings this song as Chucky. It's so creepy, but so well done. Are you uh, sure he's the voice of Chucky? Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm looking at the cast right now, and I don't see Mark Hamill's name. Yeah. There he is. Okay, I see it. Very <sighs> bottom. Yeah, Poor which, guy. Is, which is surprising that he's not. Uh, he's... This The scene where Aubrey Plaza's character, I think her name's Karen, like yeah. uh, blackmails her boss is so funny. Oh, yeah. Like, right. when, she, when she wants the toy. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So, David, before we go, I have a game. We're going to do a five-round candy draft. Now, how this is going to work is if I say, we're going to go back and forth. So I'll go like candy number one, and then you get candy number two and candy number three. And once your candy is said. Hold on, I get two and three? And then I get four and five. It's like a sneak draft. Unless you want to go one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's do it. Let's do it like uh, elementary school kick soccer baseball teams, you know, one one after the other. Okay, so would you like first pick or second pick? Either or, yeah. 
Okay. Now, our friend Max, who couldn't make the show tonight because he is moving, has kindly offered up candies that David and Sean cannot select from the draft. So let me just uh, quickly go into his message here and make sure that I get the candies that we are not allowed to eat. And they are Swedish berries and coffee crisp. Okay, I'm fine with that. Me too. He, yeah, he picked you, bum, 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 bum. you you stopped nothing. Yeah, you really done absolutely nothing. So keep in mind that this is a Canadian show. So if we say a candy like Smarties, which I'm assuming will go in the five candy draft, Smarties here are like M&M's. They're chocolate coated candy. Or candy-coated chocolate. <laughs> yeah. They're not rockets. Rockets here are Smarties in the States. Yeah. God, it's so confusing. It is. It is very confusing. Um, But you know what? The nice thing is, though, it means that we have something that the Americas don't have. The United States don't have. That's our one yeah, thing. Yeah, but they have all the good M&Ms. Now, oh, the only rules to this, David. Are they have to be candies that come in Halloween size? Okay, that's fair. This this isn't a rich neighborhood where you're getting the full <laughs> bars. I'm handing out full size bars this year. Yeah, to the three people who are showing up to your house. That's right. That's with their right. dog sled. Yeah, that's right. You know though the <laughs> the dog sled. You know what was always the worst though is the people would that give out like cans of pop because all it would do. Is just weigh your bag down. Yeah, what's the worst thing you ever got? Probably those those uh, marmalade candies. The marmalade candies. Not sorry, not marmalade. Uh, like uh, shit. What's the? Uh, it's like the brown, brown chewy candy things. Marzipan. Not marzipan. Uh, the taffy. It's not taffy shit. It, and Northern? they come no, and they come in like, like caramels. The, they're they're not caramels. They come in like this wrapping that's like looks really old. Um, it's like a black kind of baking thing. I'll look it up. Anyways, black kind of baking <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds horrible. For me, there was always one person in the neighborhood. We always had one big chocolate bar person and one candy apple person. And you can't really? get candy apples. Yeah, no, man. you can't. You can't give you out. Can't uh, you, you can't give out homemade treats anymore. You think people are fucked up now? When we were trick or treating, people were really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like there was razor blades and candy. I don't no, know right. why people well, would want to do though, that. People are like. Check your kids' candy. Be- I saw this this year. Check your kids' candy because people are like putting like uh, pill-sized things of fentanyl and MDMA and all this stuff in the Smarties or in rocket packets and stuff like that. I'm like, seriously though, like drug dealers are just giving out can't like free drugs, drugs. <laughs> free drugs. Like, there's no way that's happening. Like, idiots. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> And tell me, where are we? Like, who's giving out these free drugs? Are you talking about the little Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> they're like Tootsie Rolls, but they're not. Tootsie Rolls are so good. But right. no, I'll think about this. It's going to come to me in the middle of the night as, I, as I'm as i ripping off my bed sheet saying it's made out of flesh. 
I can't wait for the text message. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll give you but, first. I'll give you first draft. Sure. You just reminded me of something. And I don't know how this happened. My mind palace just opened up. So you remember how you were talking about the the um, the sheet that you're going to project movies on? Yes. Did you ever see that Netflix movie, The Package? Remind me of the synopsis of that one. Uh, so it was the one where the guy got his wiener cut off. I no, I never watched that. It was it was just like a dumb teen drinking movie. Like, uh, they yeah. were like, yeah, it I was like a drinking drinking after school kind of movie. Anyways, the the one kid keeps hacking the the guys like Apple Home or like Apple TV or something and putting porn on it. So I truly hope that happens to you. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody's just sitting out on your lawn. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Hacking your sheet? Yeah. Okay, first candy. This is a tough choice because whatever I pick, you can't have. So I got to think really hard about this. And it's obviously the little boxes of Smarties. There's there's no way around it. Sorry, man. They're, they're the best. You know what, though? You can have that because I don't give a shit about those Smarties. And I they're like... They're okay. I'll eat them if I have them, but they're not my first choice. My first choice is the OG, the most superior chocolate bar in any, any goodie bag. And that is O. Henry. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. You thought Smarties was it? No. O. Henry. Oh, 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 Henry. The OG Henry. Yeah, that is that is a very good, very good pick now i'm not all about the chocolate sometimes you got to have like a little gummy flavor do you remember dots yes the absolute best thing you could find in your halloween candy you were the shit when you pulled this out in elementary school because you got dots in your neighborhood and other people didn't dots all day for my pick number two dots okay okay uh, my pick number two. <sighs> this is tough. You know, okay, I know the ones. You know the candies that they come in the shapes of, like they're gummies, but they come in the shapes of like hot dogs. And oh, the little hamburgers. Yeah, the little yeah. hamburgers are the hot dogs ones. And and like the bun gummy part is separate from the hot dog part or the hamburger part. Yeah. I don't know what those are called, but those are always good. Those were like a rarity too. They were called e fruity mini burgers. Yeah. Um, e fruity hamburgers. Yeah, they had hot dogs and there's tacos. That's right. This this is so hard going first because you keep coming up with chocolate or candy, and I'm <laughs> gonna be like, damn. So, uh, sometimes it was always about how much you got, right? Sometimes you get like those little bags of chips and it'd just be like three chips and a bunch of air. No, no. My next candy, you got a lot in a small package. They were tangy. They were sweet. They were typically purple. I'm talking the little mini boxes of nerds. Ah, son of a bitch. That was going to be my next, <laughs> my, my next choice. Nerds are so good. So, so good. The absolute best. 
Well, friend, what are we at? That's uh, three and, and this is three my third one. This is my third one. Okay. I'm going to have to go ahead and say that sometimes you want something that you can chew on and it will just get the salivary glands flowing and you get that juicy flavors of stuff and uh, they come in packs of two. And it's always a surprise on whether or not you're going to get strawberry or if you're going to get two cherries. <laughs> and I'm talking about Starburst. Oh, the Starburst two packs? Yeah. Y- you want to waste a Halloween candy on Starburst two y- packs? You know how many Starbursts you get, though? Like, I I would get hundreds of them. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Don't judge that was me. a waste of a pick because I, I was know. not going to pick that. You could have kept dude, that till the very end, dude. You picked you, you picked Smarties for your first picks. <laughs> you got nothing on me. But that's my absolute favorite candy. Really? So like that's so generic. To, no, generic is M and M's. Smarties yeah. just taste different. They hit different. By the way, I found the candy online that you are looking for. Is it the one with the little like castle on it? It was yeah. orange with like a little tree. It's got like a yeah, and it's like some witches and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't see a name for it, but it's on the top ten worst Halloween candy of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But I don't see a name. Hold on. Send, where's the link? Send me the link. I, that's the thing. I just I, I googled Halloween candy because uh, I wanted to get a name of something specifically that I was looking for. So, what what was your pick again, just for our listeners and me? Because I forgot. Starburst two packs. Starburst. Do you remember the sun-kissed gummies? They were like, you'd get one little ring, but it was like this this like thick gummy, and it had like a little bit of sugar on it. Yes, it yes. Pa- and they were like the juiciest gummy you could ever have. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling out all the stops in my ultimate candy bag. Now, there's a lot of sugar in here, obviously. But do you know what? Halloween candy you'd always want because it was a cool B it was cool to pretend you were doing something and C all oh, your friends snap. wanted them to oh snap I know what this Popeye is cigarettes you know what though like it's not the same anymore because no, now they're called smoking can- fed. they're called candy <laughs> sticks and they don't have the little red tip remember how they they Popeye were called, cigarettes. They were called cigarettes. Yeah, Popeye cigarettes. They were the coolest. Oh, they are now called. Yeah, Popeye's tasty candy cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I um, don't know what I'm going to pick for my last one. So I'm on four. Um, you know what? This is on. This is on a list of worst candies, but I, I do enjoy this. Nice mix of chocolatey and caramelness. You can't get through it quite like too too fast, right? Because you start chewing on them and it's like a freaking hard caramel, but you're like, okay, this is softening up. And I'm talking about milk duds. Oh my god, you had me so scared. I thought you were gonna take my final candy. Milk duds are delicious. I know what your final candy is. What is it? It's it's definitely a Tootsie Roll. It's not. No? Okay. It's a Tootsie Pop. 
Oh, okay. Close enough. Close enough. Do you, right. rem- like, you remember your parents like going over your Tootsie Pops, making sure that they were cool? Like, okay, nobody poisoned this one. It, it's wrapped tight. And yeah, like, right? like there's, no razor, got, there's no razor blade in this one. Like, but as you got older, they had like that stupid plastic tab that yeah. like bread has on it. Yeah. And it was like almost impossible to open unless you cut open the top. Tootsie Pops were amazing because they would last almost a whole recess if you weren't stupid. Mm-hmm. You could suck on that thing for like 15, 20 minutes and then chew the gum on the inside until the teacher told you to spit it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I honestly like Tootsie Pops are okay, but there's not enough Tootsie roll in the pop. That's because it was gum on the inside, man. It no, it, unless you got the chocolate one. Oh, they had the bubble gum ones. Yeah, they had yeah. The, the gum ones, which those ones were pretty good because it's like, oh, sweet. This candy, like, this is a candy that, that, that never ends. It was like red and purple. Mm-hmm. Man, the cheap people would be the ones who gave you the double bubble that was stale oh, from f- last year. I think double bubble just is, is made stale. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes off the thing and they're like stale, yeah. stale, stale. All right, uh, this is my last one, eh? My last, my last candy that I'm allowed to pick. It this is tough because there's so many options, so many great, great selections, possibilities are endless. But uh, hmm, uh, this isn't my pick. But you don't want to know what I'm really disappointed in: the size of Reese peanut butter cups now. Right, they suck. They suck. Like they're they're like a quarter of the size of uh, what they are. No longer are kids getting the full size peanut butter cups. You're getting these like small dinky little things. Um, I'm gonna say my last pick would have to be Jolly Ranchers. Interesting, interesting. Kind, kind of like your Tootsie Pop, right? Jolly Ranchers are one of those things that this is the candy that seems to last forever. It's one of those like hard candies that see that feel so hard that if you were to try and bite it, you're just going to break your teeth. Uh, And the watermelon one is primo. I remember like with both my brother and my sister, like we'd get our like allotment of candy. And Mm -hmm. once you were done, you were done, but you got to pick whatever you wanted. And I thought it was smart. I would save the savory candies till the end. So when they would have like a little piece of like an arrow bar or something, which is also a very slept on chocolate, very slept on. I'd have these Tootsie Rolls and Tootsie Pops, Jolly Ranchers, the the long lasting, everlasting gobstop. Oh, my God. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. You'd get the box of like four. Lots of cool candies came mm-hmm. in boxes. Mm-hmm. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Back in my day. <laughs> I, I'm i so happy we did this because if we did not do this, we would have never talked about these candies. I'm so disappointed. I can't find the name of the... I can't that, think of the name that I... Of that bad candy? Why does everyone hate candy corn? Dude, I almost bought Funfetti candy corn the other day. What the hell's Funfetti candy corn? So it's Funfetti flavored candy corn. I'm pretty sure that was obvious when I said it, but okay. Fun. Okay, so hold on. Say that again. 
Funfetti. Yeah. So like icing with sprinkles, Funfetti, but flavored candy corn. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. So Canada's one and only Halloween treat was called, it was made by Kerr's. It was called a Kerr's Candy Kiss. Don't grimace in disgust. Embrace a uniquely Canadian heritage that will melt in your mouth. <laughs> and maybe you can melt it into your Tim Hortons coffee. Okay, so a Kerr's Candy Kiss. What was it? It was a molasses candy kiss. That's the, very... kid, that's the one. <laughs> the now, molasses candies. And they're like, oh, that's disgusting. And they're like, oh my God, that's it. I couldn't think of it. See, all mar- you guys. Marmalade, molasses, very similar. We are soon going to be on video. We are. We are. <laughs> we definitely have the technology now to be on video. And David's face just said it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm so excited do you remember these molasses candies yeah, they were like gross and square and they they had this like the white and orange wrapping on it they either had like a, a castle on it or like oh, a, witch. a witch or they an were, owl they were disgusting absolutely disgusting it's like old people that didn't have any taste buds would give these out because they think that they're great now that i think about it though my mother loved those candies so <laughs> Now, we'd be remiss to not mention rockets. Candy rockets were the best. However, did you ever get the candy rocket rockets and they were thrown in your bag and then other stuff with better weight was thrown on top and the rocket would split in half? So you'd just have like candy rockets all over the bottom of your bag. And you'd be like, what the hell happened? Yeah, because you know, never really had that so issue. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really have that issue. How do you remember having to? I don't know if you had to do this. We would uh, actually plan out our course of action for attacking the neighborhood to get the most candy in the least amount of time. Uh, And we actually would do pit stops back of the house, drop off our bags and like our our pillowcases and get another one. Um, When you were old enough to trick or treat by yourself, right? Yeah. So luckily for us, my mother would take us out trick-or-treating and she enjoyed it. Right. So she would be out there to the point where like we were the last kids out and she was always 100% supportive of us going trick-or-treating as late as possible and getting as much stuff. She would have extra pillowcases with her so that she would end up carrying our pillowcases filled with candy when they got too heavy. So it was great. It was always good. And then my That's dad was the always... parent tax, though. Well, see, the you... thing is, my mom didn't take a lot of stuff, though. Right? Like we would, I would volunteer candies to my mom because, like, I knew that there was stuff that she would enjoy. But uh, we would always like make our own costumes and stuff like that, and we'd always go to like you know to our neighbors and stuff like. That. So she always enjoyed that stuff, and you know, I I would have no issues with you know giving a little bit of my my winnings to my mother. But then my dad, on the other hand, he would just usually stay at home and watch the news and then want all of our coffee crisps. <laughs> I mean, beggars can't be choosers. And if you're, if you're not going to do the work, you get to have what you want anyways, yeah, probably right. paid for half the costumes. So uh, that's it for the Halloween special 2022. I can't believe this. This is our second full Halloween special. I know. Right. So yeah. things are chugging along and uh, I will not be getting any Kerr's candies anytime soon. I will tell you, though, so Chris and I are going to a Simpsons trivia this week. 
or oh yeah it, i guess it happened in the past because it's after we recorded <laughs> but we couldn't come up with a, a couple's costume that would work for the simpsons that a lot of people wouldn't have done so we mm-hmm. went to our local t-shirt time mm-hmm. and like insanely overpriced oh yeah <laughs> for what it is but we got uh we got two matching shirts that say kang and kodo 16 so we're going to be voting for kang and kodos <laughs> tomorrow night at our nice trivia. nice that's awesome it's 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 we're really excited it's, it's they're just fun t-shirts but we're we're excited yeah but sweet. we want to know what your favorite halloween movies are favorite halloween games or spooky games and we want to know what your favorite candy is and if it's and, those molasses candies, fuck you. Nobody likes that. You're a damn liar. Only on 96.2. <laughs> the lake. <laughs> we want to thank you guys all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode on the C- of the Scene on Screen podcast with your hosts, Sean and David. He's so cool. <laughs>